Hello, Internet, and welcome back to Antiheroes Anonymous, or welcome for the first time, if it's your first time joining us. I'm Ethan, and I'm the Dungeon Master for this 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons show. Hi, I'm Nick. I play Embers, the Tabaxi Monk. Hi, I'm Kay. I play Elwyn, the Elvish Druid. Hi, I'm Melissa, and I play Tepin Swayzaker, and she's a pixie bard. Hi, I'm Zach, and I play Vert, the Changeling Artificer. Hi, I'm Will. I play Hakan, the Halfling Cleric. Previously on Antiheroes Anonymous, a powerful blizzard forced the Silver Seekers to take refuge uh, near the settlement of Twin Towns. Both of the towns were threatened by strange, cold, undead monsters. The town of Glimmercairn made a deal with Vicious Fay to defend themselves, while Rhymestrand came under the sway of wolf cultist Albrick Coldlake. With the help of Hakan Anvilhart, the Seekers addressed both issues before facing down the undead hordes and finding the root of the problem, a cloning facility with unsettling ties to the League of Terrors. The elemental ice power that was powering the facility has been dealt with, and the blizzard should hopefully subside as a result. And so we pick up right where we left off last week. Uh, I'll give a brief description, and then I will turn things over to you. You find yourselves in a cavern of ice and cold stone, Deep beneath the, my bird is squeaking, deep beneath the Rhymelock Lake that sits next to Rhymestrand, one of the two towns that comprises Twin Towns. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, within this cavern, there are a number of strange things. There is an ancient well carved of this strange dark gray stone and covered with, um, you know, these runes that seem to flash with a sort of pale bluish energy. Um, the well itself also seems to contain not any sort of liquid or anything like that, but a, just a, a amalgamation of this, um, or a collection of this, you know, same pale bluish white energy. Um, pipes lead away from the well itself and kind of back up the tunnels that you came to get here uh, all the way to the laboratory that you found um, directly underneath the cathedral in Twin Towns. Um, also curled around this well and kind of overlapping the pipes that come from it are the massive bones of a long dead dragon. Um, Similarly, uh, or on that note, you can see uh, sort of embedded in the ice that makes up the walls and floor 
coins of you know gold and platinum and silver and bronze, um, as well as to Elwyn's eyes, which had the ability to detect magic, um, a you know a few items that seemed to glow with magical power. Uh, and if I've forgotten anything else, I'll remind you later. Um, but that is essentially the situation you find yourselves in. The well had erupted with uh, strange white furred tentacles, um, but you fought them off and they've since retreated back into the well. And with them, it seemed as if the, you know, the temperature in the room began to warm a little bit. And even as you look at the well, you can see um, kind of a stabilizing uh, of the you know, arcane energy that is concentrated there. And so with that, I will turn things over to you. What would the group of you like to do? So with the warmth returning, uh, is, is the room sort of thawing at this point? No, I mean, it's not, it's not like it's warm in here. It's still cold in here. But um, when you were fighting those white furred tentacles, it was oppressively cold. Um, like if you'll recall, you were taking cold damage just by proximity to yeah. this thing. That seems to have receded, and it even seems to have warmed up just a little bit more than what it was in here when you first entered the room. Um, but it's still cold down here. It's it's not like it's a balmy seventy two degrees or anything like that all of a sudden. But can I um, do some sort of check to see if there's a way I can like nullify that container or like make it so it is it will get warmer? Sure. Uh, you could roll cast, an Arcana check. I'll cast okay. Guidance on you. Alright, cool. Uh, oh my gosh, I need Guidance real bad. Let's see. Oh, who has uh, Inspiration? I have no more to give you. Sorry. That's okay. I think he was talking about just not Inspiration, not Bardic oh, Inspiration. Oh, oh, oh. 16. Uh, 16. Um, I rolled a dice and Will is starting with the Inspiration. Sweet. 16, you said? Mm-hmm. Um, you kind of tentatively make your way over to the well and begin to give it a close look. Um, the runes that are carved into this, you know, old-looking gray stone uh, seem to be runes written in Primordial, which I believe is a language you yeah. understand. Yeah. Um, but it's not, you know, it, it's not words that make sense. It's using that runic structure but this is clearly arcane magic and it is more powerful arcane magic than you have you know the ability to understand as you are right now you would probably need further research um there's no um like it, it's pretty much just a well that goes down into the ground uh, other than these runes so the only thing you could think of would be to mess with the runes themselves but it's a little bit iffy what would happen if you did that because if you if you you know you don't necessarily fully understand them and if you made a mistake you could make things worse right um though you might have a chance to you know make things better if you did that so okay yeah well unfortunately it's, it's a little beyond you in any case i'm going to do my best to record the runes in my journal so I'll just write down the sequence of runes that I see on the the structure. Okay. And then I can look into it later. But for now, yeah, and then I'll I'll think about if there's some way I can. The rook starts going around yeah. the well and kind of 
you know, copying down all of the different runes. Yep. I would like to check for any trace of the creature left in the well. Sure. Uh, what kind of check would you like to roll for that? <laughs> uh, I am not sure. Maybe it wasn't really a nature-based thing, was it? Um, I could see nature applying here. I could also see or perception or perception. maybe investigation. Yeah, I have the highest uh, perception score, so maybe I'll go with perception just to see if I can see or hear any trace of it. Okay, well, 16. Um, yeah, you kind of peer over the edge of the well and look down into it, and it is just, like, it's not a, a liquid or a, a vapor or anything like that, but there is an energy that kind of swirls within the well. Um, before the thing burst out, there was kind of a, there were like little disturbances in the surface that kind of revealed that something was writhing beneath the surface, um, surface being in air quotes there. Um, and you don't see that now. Whatever it was, it does seem to have retreated to some extent. The other thing I'll say is as you get really, really, you lean over the well and you kind of get close to this energy, um, you feel a powerful resonance with it. Um, it very much feels like the same sort of thing you draw on when you cast your spells. There, there's differences, but um, it's a, there's an elemental alignment there with you, obviously. Um, okay, can I just take a moment standing at the side of this well, close my eyes, and try to reach out to the masked lady and just see if she has any, if she, if her voice can reach me now and if she has any information about what to do with this, <clears throat> if it's okay to just leave it or if there's a way to seal it off so no one else can mess with it. Um, could you roll a charisma check? Sure. Oh boy. Uh, let's do this one. Charisma check, you say. Oh, I missed my tower. <laughs> hey, not bad. Uh, 18. 18, okay, that's really good. Yeah. Um, you kind of offer this silent prayer, more of a like a desire for a little bit of guidance. And you do feel, um, you know, even with your eyes closed, you feel a closeness, a presence. Um, And then you hear her voice kind of next to your ear. My child, um, this primal nexus, this object you find yourself in the presence of, it is as old as the very origins of this world. And unfortunately, I don't have much guidance to offer you in this moment, but I do have, as you do, a connection to the element this primal nexus, you know, um, emits. And 
it doesn't feel to be threatening at this moment. Unfortunately, that's all I can tell you. I'm sorry. And then the presence kind of seems to fade a little bit. Okay, then after a moment, I will turn to the rest of the group and say, I reckon whatever danger was here is past. Uh, not to say that someone can't use it for nefarious means again. So we might want to think about finding a way to maybe cave this place in or keep it people out of it. But well, I think the danger's past anyway for now. Maybe before we do that, we should wake up this creature and I'll like motion over to the frozen creature that was there next to the well. The really strange kobold-like creature. I think we can handle um, it. I have a, I have a worse idea. Yeah, um, go ahead. Ethan, is the the skull of this big thing, is it like frozen into the rock? Oh, this really, really big? Yeah. Uh, like the dragon? Mm -hmm. um, probably partially, but not entirely. <laughs> I love this. Nick, continue Embers, the thought. Embers looks over at Tuppence. It says, hey, Tuppence, come see. What are we looking at? Do you think your flute would work on this? Uh, we could try. Do you want to ask, ask the questions? Uh, sure. Okay, let me bring it out. But before I do that, uh, Tuppy takes a coin out of her coin pouch. She looks at it. She makes a wish, tosses over her shoulder into the well. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, the, the coin disappears beneath the surface of the energy. Oh, okay. I feel better. Let's go. Let's do it. it does, does the coin, like, dissipate or anything? Does it, like, bubble up and... Or no, just, I mean, it, it just kind of vanishes beneath the surface out of sight. Like, before it does, you can see it kind of freezes over, but it, it pretty quickly vanishes beneath. Okay. Don't ask me what I wish for. I can't tell you. You just okay. created a wish stone in the Feywild, though. <laughs> sure did. Okay. Um, so I'll get out my flute. I'm a little dirge. Okay. Sorry, I'm just frantically looking through my notes on something. Uh, because I don't know why, but I didn't expect this. I just had the idea like five minutes ago. I was like, wait a second. Uh, yeah, on. I only recently learned that you can cast speak with dead on anything that's dead and not just a humanoid. So this is exciting. Uh, okay, great. That's the extent of my notes. Cool. <laughs> okay. Um, this is you... my favorite, favorite thing in the world to do today. <laughs> You cast the spell, and the dirge definitely echoes throughout the caverns down here. Um, and as you play that final note, there's a rumbling as uh, some of the ice that forms the ground of this place begins to... <laughs> begin to crack and tear as this giant skull 
which is bigger than all of you put together, begins to animate and float a little bit and turns towards you. And as it does so, all of the other bones that are like frozen to the ground and walls throughout the room crack the ice around them and they begin to, you know, kind of move and coalesce, uh, forming the form of a dragon as this thing kind of curls towards you. Uh, and it opens its mouth and just this um, chill again, this like icy haze fills the area around it. And you think you have this thing's attention. Hello, sir. Madam. Uh, hi, who, who are you? Hold on. <laughs> um, oh, shoot. I didn't give this one a nickname yet. Ah, okay. Um, Dragon name generator. No, I, it has a name. I just, <laughs> I wanted to give it like a cool nickname. You know, like. Matt Mercer right. always gives his dragons cool nicknames. Like an epithet so, or something. Yeah. Anyways, I, this one doesn't have one yet. <clears throat> I was Sergil. That's all it says. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, actually, it would say, who are you? It would respond that as well. Uh, my... Kind of remains quiet, giving you this un like this deathly glare from its empty skull sockets. Uh, how did you die? The head turns towards um, one of the walls, and it nods in that direction. Um, and you can actually see. Put uh, put on different section of my notes. Uh, there is what looks like the bolt of a ballista. Um, but as you kind of look closer at it, it, it's like within the wall encased in ice. Um, but as you look closer at it, it's actually not the bolt of a ballista. It is a, a arrow sized for a giant bow, a bow much bigger than any humanoid could wield. I was struck by a frost giant's arrow in a battle for this land. An arrow of dragon slaying. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. Um. And just like looks at the rest of the group. I whisper to Embers, should we ask if it knows how to seal off the well? Uh, yeah. Um, do you do you know how to seal this well? The primal nexus is a fundamental element of this world. It cannot be sealed. Uh, did, um, hey, hey, did you, 
Did you know, uh, did you know Emperor Stratos? I have to check my timeline. Hold on. Give me a sec. History of the Stratian Empire. Here we go. No, that's the Iand Republic. That's not what I need. Uh, timeline. Here we go. Um, Okay, um, the dragon skull nods slowly and says, he did not have the title emperor when I knew him, but I know the one you speak of. I think Ember's for the last question is just gonna like, like look around a little bit and say, pardon me for asking, but for someone like you, what, what would you say was your biggest regret? Um. Ah, that's a good one. I never lived to see my kind take full dominion over this land. This section of the continent was to be fully mine, but those giants. <laughs> and with kind of a resentful growl, the temporary life that infused the skull fades and it crashes to the ground and all of the other bones crash to the ground as well. This is maybe something that I don't know or can't have the answer to at all because I'm not from this place, but how well known is it what happened to Sergil? Um... I mean, it's, it's a matter of something that happened a long time ago. Uh, so it's probably, and like I will say, um, of the, the dragons that have, you know, filled the history of this empire, Sergil is one of the like lesser, like the least relevant ones. So probably not a lot. But is it well known that the warm blessed states are all named after prominent dragons? Um, you may not have realized that until this moment, but I think people who were from the Empire or, like, had dealings with the Empire previously, so, like, Embers and, you know, Vert, definitely Hakan, um, would probably have, you know, knowledge about that. I see. Okay. Well, that was... Uh... Terrifying. Is, is everyone all right? Oh, yeah. Um, thank you for indulging me, Tuppence. That was fun, wasn't it? They, they do say sometimes that curiosity killed the cat, so I'm happy to be alive. <laughs> well, 
You're already white, so we can't tell if, you know, you were scared. Well, I think that's the second source that confirms there's nothing really we can do about this nexus. Um, Elwyn, you could roll a nature check if you want to. There's one thing I could tell you. Well, sure. I'll do that. Pretty dang good again. I I'm think surprised. That's another... I feel like situations like this are always where we just like beef it completely. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, you guys are killing it today. 18. 18. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, you don't know a ton about dragons, but you know the basics. Um, and white dragons are known for, you know, kind of typically being among the dumbest of the chromatic dragons. They tend to like, uh, have the strongest, you know, like animalistic, um, nature. Like they, they are apex predators, but that's pretty much, you know, the extent of them. Um, so it's, it's entirely possible that you know, it's the dragon's nature to say, I know everything, um, and yet it doesn't know what it's talking about. Yeah, so it has no idea. It's entirely possible. Like, okay. maybe it's right, maybe it's wrong. Yeah, okay. Well, regardless, we, I, I, I don't know if we'll find any more answers down here. Well, I mean, I think we should try and wake this guy up and talk to them. So you're talking about the little kobold? Yeah. Um, just asleep. I will say when the you know when the tentacle tentacles erupted from the well, um, one of them probably like you know knocked into this ice statue of a, a being, and it's probably a little bit shattered. Oh. Um, so there might be you know pieces of it here and there. It's well, probably not all intact. If it's dead. <laughs> We have just the thing for that, maybe. Indeed. <laughs> not until to... tomorrow, though. Oh, not until tomorrow? Right, it's a once a day kind of I thing. will say there is, there's a nice frozen, you know, you know, of the pieces that shattered off, there's like an arm here and a body there, but, you know, of the pieces that shattered off, one of them is just a nice, cleanly cut skull, you know? I mean, just the head. If you, you want to take it with, just keep it cold so it doesn't start smelling. Did, uh... Did this Smelly thing have melon. any any bags or belongings frozen along with it? Um, roll an investigation check. Okay. This one I'm not so good. Let's see here. <laughs> That's a natural one. Mm. There we go. Um, yeah, it's it's in pieces, and despite the fact that there's no blood, I don't know if Elwyn wants to look too closely at that. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Never mind, then. Well, if this was a dragon's horde, maybe there's some treasure to be had while we're here, though. You know there's at least one giant arrow of dragon slain to be had. That's true. That might come in handy. Uh, I did see some things that were glowing. I could uh, spend some time and pull my spell back up and see if I can find some magical artifacts down here if we want to spend some time figuring them out before we head back up. And also, we're going to be here. Yeah, might as well. All right. Is that 
is is that anchor in the in the right corner cosmetic or is that actually there um because <laughs> i want to look at that it was cosmetic uh it's not one of the things that lights up with elwyn's spell uh but let's say yeah let's say there is like a golden encrusted anchor over there oh sweet can i go like investigate it'd be the perfect decoration for the broken axe yeah that's that's exactly wow. what i was thinking yeah you can pull out the golden anchor sweet. um it looks like it's probably not solid gold it's more like gold plated but you still. might have to change the name of your tavern yeah, seriously. <laughs> Welcome to the Golden Anchor. Yeah. Anywhere, anywhere near the sea? No. <laughs> Hakan probably hasn't seen like large bodies of waters in, in decades, anyways. So. Yeah, you guys are about seven days' journey from Port Horizon Shroud, which would be the closest sea. So. But back yeah. in the day, the land masses could have been a little different, right? You know, maybe there was. A larger body of water around here. Who knows? Rhinelock is right there, though. Ethan knows. Yeah. Um, I mean, what I will say is it looks like there is quite a bit of treasure here, but it doesn't look like the amount of treasure that a dragon of this size and age would have had. So you would probably imagine that this is kind of the remainders, and a lot has been plundered from here at some point in the past. That makes sense. All right, well, I cast Detect Magic as a ritual. Okay. Um, yeah, you see several points of magical light that you can point out to your friends. And how long do you guys want to spend down here just digging out treasure? Because there's plenty to be had. This is like, we came here pretty much first thing in the morning, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I don't mind spending a while here. Yeah, we can like spend a while hours. Here. Yeah. yeah. And Vert has like fire spells and stuff, which will yeah, help. I have fireball. So, we I've have got bonfire. Water that can that will also help. Maybe. Okay, then I will just tell you everything that's in this horde, and um, it takes probably a couple hours, but you guys can pretty much get the last remnants of the dragon's horde and gather them up. Sweet. Let's see. Okay. Um, In terms of uh, sheer coinage, uh, for copper pieces, there's 1,100 of them. Uh, for silver pieces, there's 7,000. For gold pieces, there's 1,700. And for platinum pieces, there's 120. Uh, beyond that, there are a number of um, you know, gems or, you know, kind of precious stones. There's a lustrous pink pearl, uh, an opaque deep black jet, which I guess is a type of gem, uh, one transparent violet, and one transparent red garnet. Uh, and each of those is worth 100. So there were one, two, three, four of those. So about was, 400 gold pieces worth of gems. Before the garnet? Yeah, a violet. Violet? Okay, thank you. Uh, there's the brass mug that Tuppence already pulled out that has the jade inlay. Um, there's also a gold bird cage with electrum filigree. Each of those is worth 250 gold pieces. Uh, and then there's Hakan's anchor, which is just, you know, priceless. Um, but that belongs <laughs> to him. Uh, as far as magic things go, the things that Elwyn's 
detect magic spell illuminate. Obviously, there's the uh, giant-sized arrow of dragon slain, which is frozen into the wall. Um, there's what looks to be a ring. Um, there is some kind of needle, like it looks like just a like kind of a like a a, a small tiny needle. Um, and it, without pulling it out, it's kind of hard to tell what's up with that. Um, there's a actually a deck of cards in there. Um, and there is a bracelet that looks to be made of dragons, uh, dragon scales. Uh, and then finally, there's one last thing that uh, emanates a magical aura, which is this uh, strange octahedron shaped um, hunk of like metal and stone. Um, it looks actually to be, it's kind of like a dark black metal, but it has this um, kind of bluish sheen to it. Um, and when you pull that one out, uh, it actually seems to pulse a little bit with cold energy, very similar to the Nexus. Um, so yeah, tell me if there's any of those that you want to kind of look at more and we can get into more detail. But that's what you find. Wow. Tuppy uh, uh, will actually pick up the needle and bring it over to Embers and say, hey, Embers, look at this. Nice. I'll take it and examine it closely. It's um, it's not like a sewing needle. There's not like a hole at the top for you to, you know, thread a thread through. Um, Embers, you you'd be very familiar with these uh, from your time, you know, before you went to prison, and then also your time in prison. To be honest, uh, this is a tattoo needle. Ah, okay. Uh, and uh, as you look at it, there also seems to be um, kind of like a black liquid within it. Um, and roll like a perception or an arcana check. Um, Either one would do. Yeah, I'm going to roll arcana because I'm worse at that. And I think Ambers wouldn't necessarily know what this is. Uh, that's a nine. Nine. It looks familiar to you. There's like something about this liquid that seems familiar, but eh. okay, yeah, like it, it's not a normal ink or anything like that. And you feel like you've seen it before, but yeah, okay. I'll hand it back to Tubbins. You can you can keep it. No, oh, oh, thank you. I'll put it away. Um. I'll look at the octahedron thing that's pulsing with energy similar to the Nexus. Okay. Um, the like the octahedronal shape itself um, seems to be made of mostly of metal, though there's you know little bits of stone here and there as well. Um, you don't even need to make a check. It's very familiar to you. Um, if it didn't have this blue sheen that it has, it would be identical to the metal you make your suit out of. Oh. Hmm. Um, the other thing is, it has uh, runes in Draconic carved into it. 
Um, and since you can read Draconic, you can see that they read Sergil. And um, I think as you inspect this, you would feel a rumbling of Nyadon in the back of your head as well. Oh no, I put it away. <laughs> Just kidding. No, no, he can talk. What's up? Voice changer. There we go. This is a very valuable artifact, Virginor. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> you don't say. If this is what I think it is, then the dragons of ancient times would have coveted this and fought wars over possession for such a thing. Wow. I'm surprised it didn't get plundered along with the other things that are apparently missing here. Artifacts such as this have long been lost to time. So what is it exactly? Do I know any, do I have any idea by myself or do I'm just kind of like, huh? To the dragons of old, it would have been their way home. Hmm. Seems a little small for the home of a dragon. Nyadon's voice goes kind of quiet after saying that interesting wow okay well then i'll tuck that away safely interesting all right i'll look at the ring and the bracelet okay um <clears throat> the ring uh you also don't need to make a check because you spend a lot of time with vert uh the ring is made of the same metal as vert's armor Um, what its purpose is, is maybe not essentially apparent right away. Okay. And the bracelet? Uh, the bracelet, like I said, seems to be... Um, it could actually be, like, now that you look at it, it could either be maybe a bracelet, um, maybe worn higher up on the arm, or like an anklet. Um, it's a little bit unclear which one of those it is, but it does seem to be made of white dragon scales. Uh, and as you uh, hold it, let me look what this thing does to see if there's any hints I can give you. Um, you feel kind of like a, a calming as you hold it. All right, well, I will um, give the ring to Vert. So, yeah, I think you could probably use this more than any of us. Here you go. Like, I might already have 10 rings, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> I see. One to add to your collection. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Thank you. <laughs> and I will hold the bracelet out to, like, cuppins and embers and say, I, I don't know which one of you is more bothered about a cold, maybe you embers so are going to want to take this. And the needle in the same day. And <laughs> embers takes it. I'm not sure if it's your style or not, but maybe it'll keep you warmer. 
Owen liked it, so she put a ring on it. <laughs> I guess that just leaves the deck of cards. Yeah. I was um, going to check that out. Oh. Hey, hey, Kate, if your DM gives you a deck of cards, leave Don't it there. It. <laughs> Don't touch it. Um, let's see. Knowledge. The deck of cards has um, like a different picture for each card. One of them is a red dragon. Another one seems to be uh, like a giant of some kind. On another one, there's a goblin. Um, another one depicts an an old cronish woman with like purpley skin. Um, another one seems to dis uh, display like some construct made of metal. Uh, there's just like a different picture of a different creature on each deck or on each, um, you know, each card. Do I think this is magical at all? Or is it just... It yeah, radiated with so. magical energy when Elwyn was looking at the various mm, items in right. the icy walls. So, safe bet. Can I, like, decipher if I know anything about it? You could roll a, a history or an arcana check. Um, it's a history. I got a natural 20. Oh, dang. Um, so there are, you know, a number of different, uh, you know, magical decks of cards that exist in you know the world um how you would have heard of them i'm not necessarily sure maybe it's like an old halfling uh folk tale that when you encounter um you know a, a deck of cards in a situation that implies that they might be magical you know you should be wary uh, because some of them can be quite dangerous um but then you've also heard stories of you know others that are less dangerous um, and because you rolled a natural 20, normally you'd need like an identify spell or an attunement to figure out what um, one of these things does. But um, this deck of cards doesn't seem to have the hallmarks of any of the particularly dangerous ones. Um, and as you look at it, the, you know, the backs of the cards have this kind of ornate pattern that seems to sort of shimmer um, as you look at it. And you think that this is probably... The, the entire deck is probably infused with an illusion magic of some kind. Um, so not necessarily dangerous, but... Interesting. Yeah. I mean, if it doesn't seem dangerous, I might as well just take it. I mean, Hakan's <laughs> not going to live for much longer anyways. He's pretty old. <laughs> we'll Maybe you see. Can make, <laughs> some, make some money with that, those oh, yeah. sleight of hand kind of things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do some gambling or something. I don't know. Right. Yeah, if you guys want to take a little bit of time, you could spend. I guess it would be like a short rest investigating these items to find out the exact properties of them. I I don't know if we need to do that right this second. Yeah. Just take them. I think we take them with us. Yeah. yeah. If if I was hoping that if we found some other like key item that we could use here to, you know, do something with this this place, uh, then we could do that. Otherwise, yeah, we could just leave. Yeah. But yeah, to Elwyn's um, point, we could try and sort of lock the chamber a little bit. We could collapse a tunnel, even, that leads to it. Yeah. Just for my knowledge, did you guys do anything to the pipes that are connecting to the well at all? Or have no. you left them pretty much alone? We never did anything to those. Yeah, anyway. uh, well, didn't, didn't Rook, like, do something? Not with these to... ones. He did something to the pipes up the in the cloning up chamber. Above. 
Yeah, I was yeah. afraid that if we did anything to these pipes, it would just spill the liquid everywhere. Yeah. And, um, we don't want that. Yeah. Okay. And the pipes are like still flowing and being doing the same thing as they were uh, when we came in here. Or yeah, but um, it's definitely like now that you see them in their current state, uh, comparing it to how they were when you came in here, they were definitely being like overclocked. Mm -hmm. um, they seem a lot more stable now than they were before. Oh. Okay. Do we want to try just, to just like the energy it? in the I mean, well? To be honest, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we could just collapse them. That were the ones that are at the base of the well or something. Yeah, I, I so think so. They're not that... flowing through the um, what's it called? The laboratory. Yeah, cutting off the flow here is probably better than yeah. Let's just do that. The tunnel. Like you that. have all that dynamite right left, right? I don't think we need to use dynamite for it. <laughs> no, in the tunnels to collapse the. Tunnels and let's be clear: they're firecrackers, not dynamite. They're, oh, yeah. that's right. They're That's not right. Dynamite. Um, yeah. Okay. So, do I need to describe a method to collapse no, these pipes? No. Um, or... I think you're exactly the right person for the job. You probably don't even have to make a check. So, if you want to disconnect these pipes or collapse them, um, it's it's easy enough to do. I'll just disconnect them then, if that's safe enough. Yeah. Um, and there's like a little bit of an energy escape when you do that, but it quickly stops. Um, and you can see that the energy stops flowing up the pipes once you do that. Okay. Okay. Good. So then, uh, yeah, just kind of pat myself down. Just kind of, all right, guys, all done. Let's go. Yeah. I'm ready to head back up. So yeah, I guess we'll leave the room. And then once we're back in the tunnels, we'll just do something. What do we want to do? How do we want to do this? Just we have like spells that we want to use, or I can check my inventory. I have a cluck cluck mushroom. <laughs> um, uh, chicken walks <laughs> up with incredible destructive power at its wingtips. I guess if we talk to this chicken, yeah. No, that's too precious. I mean, we could just cast like a bunch of spells or something, or. I don't know if we have. Elwyn could shape some ice over the door or something. I don't know. Ice is not permanent. Is That's the problem. true. Um, oh, do we want to bring that head my... with us or no? No. Okay. Wait, somebody go back for the head. Okay. All right. <laughs> if you want us to, I can bring the head with us. Wait, who said that they wanted to? Nobody said that. <laughs> Nyadon did. Nyadon does? If he does, no, no, I mean, no, I'll he do doesn't. It. He doesn't. No. no okay. No. All right. I mean, he doesn't say a thing. So. Okay. All I'm saying is pack it in ice if you take it. No, no, that's okay. If nobody wants it, then there's no need. It can stay buried here with Sergil. Yeah, they'll be friends. Yeah, I don't have anything that I can do spell-wise. If, no, I can't do that, probably. I mean, I could just cast a bunch of fire bolts over and over again at like the ceiling and start starting to. Um, I mean, that would probably like melt some of the ice, but or... it's not <laughs> going to collapse any of the rocks. Or I have thunder we could... wave. 
I have Thunder that, Wave. That might collapse I, some of the rocks. Cooperative I Thunder have, Wave? I also have Thunder Wave. A, tr- a cooperative <laughs> okay, yeah. three-person oh, yeah. Thunder Wave? Triple Thunder Wave. You guys, with that, you'd be able to create a cave-in here. Right. It might be dangerous to you as you leave, though. <laughs> but Thunder Wave moves well, us, right? <laughs> no, it doesn't move us, no. Oh, no, that's the other one. Dang. The other option that we have is to go to town and tell the townsfolk that this place needs to be sealed off and let them seal it off. That's probably a better That's, idea. I, I like that Let's idea. do that more. Seal it off and destroy everything that was constructed down here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm good with that. So we don't risk dropping boulders on our heads. And we don't risk any of this machinery falling into the wrong hands again. Yeah. All right. Let's let's do that. It'll just fall into Very's hands. Claws. We don't have to tell Very. <laughs> That's true. You don't. Uh, okay, so you make your way back up. Um, you're greeted by the Rhymestrand dwarves that you brought along with you. Um, they pretty much just stayed at their position and made sure no more undead appeared. And because you disconnected the cloning device, they did not. So, um, yeah, Murdoch kind of sees you coming in and says, Welcome back. Um, well, uh, were you successful? Did you did you find the source of the uh, the strange weather? I think yeah, so. I reckon we did. We took care of it. I think. Yeah. Have you been outside? No, no, not yet. Um, but I suppose maybe we should go out and take a look. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, and uh, you kind of lead the group of dwarves out, and it is the first sunny day in about a month here in Twin Towns. Uh, there's no clouds in the sky, and there's just kind of like a, um, not like a warm sun, but like a, it's a, like a, war, like a sunny spring day outside. But it's still cold, right? Like it didn't just warm up immediately, or did it? No, not immediately, but okay. it's definitely warmer than it has been since you guys arrived in Twin Towns. But would you look right. at that? Uh, the sun's out. A good sign. Yeah. I guess we did. Kind of squints up at the sun. Well, let's go back to, to town then and let everybody know. Yeah, okay. we'll need to talk to the leaders, the mayors. Um, so you pretty much call... Uh, a meeting between uh, the group of you and Tawin and Gilead. Is that the plan? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, that's easy enough to do. And I think that probably, um, I mean, Gilead, not Gilead, uh, Tawin would want to host. So um, <laughs> you end up back in Tawin's little hut yes! and uh, Gilead is definitely looking a little cramped in there. Um her large, you know, dwarven bone structure, not lending her any favors in this gnome house. Do they have like they don't have like a like a meeting hall that's meant for like, you know, taller folks nope. now? Okay. All right. Nope. Okay. Well, all right. Okay. Uh I'll get some berry tea ready and um oh uh Oda. Hey Oda, could you get some of your um your berry tarts? And uh we'll get this meeting started and uh we can talk it all out. What do you say? Sounds good to me. Very generous of you, Talon. Thank, Thank you. you. She she brings, you know, kind of piping hot um, dazzleberry tea for each of you. Oda brings out some uh, piping hot berry tarts straight out of the oven. Um, 
Amber's just sitting on the floor. She has worked out that this is the most comfortable position to be in this house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, all right. What did the group of you want to talk about? Well, we found the source of all of our problems. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll dive into the explanation of what happened and what we found. Yeah, they're both very attentive listeners. Um, Tawin tends to interrupt with like questions and things like that throughout, whereas Gilead is more kind of like, you know, listening quietly and absorbing the information. Um, And by the end, they both pretty much have kind of furrowed brows. Um, And Tawin just says, well, uh, okay, well, that's all very interesting, but it sounds like you resolved everything. And well, I, I mean, I'd say that our towns owe you now even more than ever. Um, well, the only thing that's not resolved is you, your your towns have to agree on a way how to handle what's down there and how to keep it from happening again or from, you know. Right. We're, we're not sure if it can be sealed off. I don't, I think that that's a very ancient magic. And I don't think that any of us here have the knowledge or understanding to do that for you. And to keep Alberic away from it again. Um, Has anyone anyone seen him? uh, Gilead shakes her head and says, no, um, the boy has not returned since the group of you turned him away. But um, like I said, this is not entirely unexpected. Um, Knowing Alberic, after a defeat like that, I, I wouldn't imagine he'd want to show his face around here. Hmm. But um, as for this, what did you call it? A, a primal nexus? This okay. this well? Uh, we, do- we dwarves are known for nothing if not our stonework, so um, we can do our best to seal off this chamber. Uh, we'll launch an expedition down under the cath- cathedral and um, see what we can do to brick up the tunnels, make sure no one gets in by that way. Um, and then Tawen chimes in. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, like I, like I said, me and some of the other old folks in town, you know, we've uh, got a little bit of magical potential. So, you know, we can take a look and, you know, see what we can do. Um, I mean, you're probably right. It's probably way beyond us. But, you know, maybe we can contain it somehow. I don't know. We'll just have to take a look, poke around, see what sticks. Yeah, as long as you have it under control. Wish you well. Well, that's it. The meeting's over. All right. Nice and easy. <laughs> um, Gilead kind of shakes her head and says, well, um, I truly do owe the group of you uh, a serious debt of gratitude. If you had not come along, um, well, who knows how long Albrecht's uh, defenses could have held against those frostbiters. Then uh, eventually they may have broken through and come in for come for our town all the same. Uh, so if the group of you hadn't come and put a final end to it, uh, I reckon, you know, the group of us would all be dead eventually. So um, on the behalf of Glimmer Cairn and Rhymestrand, really all of Twin Towns, you have our deepest gratitude. If, if there's ever anything we can do, you know, for the group of you, you just say the word. Very kind thing to say, thank you. And she kind of extends a hand. Uh, and then Tawin, uh, seeing her like give this gracious, you know, gesture, is like, oh, oh yeah, uh, same goes for Glimmer Karen, of course, and kind of extends a hand as well. 
take huh? both of their hands. Yeah. <laughs> I'll shake hands. Tepids goes in for more tarts. Goes There's over to Oda and so. says, Hey, do you make like rose petal tea too? This is my new favorite. Uh, ro rose petal tea? Um, no, I mean, we're kind of more about the berries here in, you know, the, it, I mean, it's in the name, it's in the, it's in the family name, but. <laughs> okay. No, no, it's, it's great. It's great. I love it. Just checking. I mean, look, if we ever break into the rose petal tea business, I'll, I'll let you know. Which one of you married into the berries? Oda raises her hand. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not sure we have anything right off the bat that we need as far as our traveling group. Uh -huh. But maybe maybe Hakan could use some help at the Broken Axe. Well, of course, Hakan. Um, you know, the, the people of Twin Towns have always... Um, you know, en enjoyed your presence here at the Broken Axe Tavern, and um, especially after all of this, if there's anything we can do beyond, you know, continuing to, you know, provide, you know, constant patronage to your tavern, all you have to do is say the word. I guess it's called the Golden Anchor now, isn't it? Yeah, it's actually the Golden Anchor now, so... Uh... <laughs> do you hoist the Golden Anchor? <laughs> I actually think I'll just keep the name Broken Axe, but um, yeah, I, I mean, any help would be you know, great. Uh, I'm a Hakan's a pretty quiet person, so I probably wouldn't really step up, step in to ask for help or anything. But um, he'll say that like if you guys need a spokesperson for like the, all this stuff that's went on or like the the nexus or whatever, if you have any questions, since I was there firsthand, I or if there's weird people going in there, I can go check it out or whatever. Okay. Yeah, uh, Tawen is the first to speak up after that. She says, "Oh yeah, I mean absolutely. Um, as me and you know the rest of the old folks are, we're, we're you know we're doing our magical investigations. Uh, I'm sure we'll have lots of questions for you. So, yeah, we'll we'll just come over to the broken um, the broken axe, and you know we'll have a drink and we'll talk about it. You know whenever we need your help. And you know just like um, you know just like Gilead over here said, uh, anything you need." Uh, Twin Towns really owes you one, Hakon. She kind of gives you a little punch on the shoulder. Tappy will fly over with her flyer over really close to Hakon and say, thanks be to our great cleric hero, whom we met in a climate sub-zero. He was trapped in his bar, but for us travelers afar, he'd still be that lovable weirdo. Aw, that's amazing. Thank you. <laughs> Give her some inspiration. Yeah, you need inspiration. <laughs> That was great. Yeah. <laughs> we love a god. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take the opportunity to uh, let Tawan and Gilead know um, that we have a, a fortress in Amber Hearth. We're heading, that's why we're traveling north. But if you need to contact us, you should be able to send word there for anything in the future. Okay. All right. Yeah. Sounds good. I mean, um, we don't have any messenger drakes or anything, but you know, we can always send someone to you know a nearby town where the station messenger service has a a little operation, and yeah, we can send something your way. Right. And if or, you're ever on vacation or heading north to Amberhearth, you know where to find us. Uh, she kind of Talwin kind of considers that, and then says, "You know, 
I don't know if I'm ready for another winter here. So maybe next time winter rolls around, I'll go north <laughs> a little bit. We would welcome you with open arms. Or if, or if you have any deliveries of any local specialties that you uh, want to send up. <laughs> Tarts aplenty. Yeah. You could probably like find some buyers for your tea up there too. Mm, expansion. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I hadn't considered, but you know, Oda and I will talk about it. Aren't we working on some on behalf opening? Sorry, I right. shouldn't say anything. Sorry. No. Well, we <laughs> might have some some ins with people who are building some new uh, eating establishments, so they might be able to uh, sell your tea there too. Yeah. All right. Well, don't forget we do cider too. You know, mm. it's not just the tea. So good to know. We'll see what kind of connections we can make for you. <laughs> yeah, she kind of gives a broad smile at that. Uh, and unless there's anything else here with this group of people, uh, the group of you can kind of reconvene back at the uh, Broken Axe Tavern where you walk in and you can immediately spot Malt up in the rafters. Probably hasn't left. He's um, <laughs> just listening to conversations beneath him. And yeah, what would you like to do? You're back at the tavern with a con. I'll place the anchor right above the hearth. Oh, yeah. And then I'll polish it a little bit, make it shiny as much as I can. How do we feel about this Albrecht situation? Do we feel uh, like we need to track like, him down or leave it alone or what? I think they can uh, handle it. I think they've learned their lesson not to trust him with anything did we tell them about like the underwater cave system stuff i don't remember if you wanted to sure okay. i mean hakan you're going to be sticking around tablet, here yeah. so you can pretty yeah. much tell them anything you want to that's true okay yeah so just taking a minute to relax in the broken axe for a while um uh vert Oh, sorry, Brooke. <laughs> yes. Sorry, I, uh, I I used the other name because it's been on my mind. Um, yeah, what's up? Now that things have settled a bit, did you still want to use that spell? I do. If you're okay with it. Uh, I, does it hurt? No. Okay. All right. What do, what do, what do I do? I mean, we can just pull up a couple chairs if we want. To just do it right here. You've seen me cast it before, so I wasn't paying that close attention. Okay. Well, I, I mean, only I don't understand how magic works. All right. Well, here and then I'll just like bring her over to a table and then, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'll just kind of look at you and nod and be like, "All right, ready?" Uh, yeah. Okay, so just think about the memory and close your eyes, and then I'll place my hand on her shoulder and I'll cast review memory. Okay. Um, you begin to cast the spell, and what level do you cast it at? Uh, I only have first level spells. Okay. Can I not um, cast it on? Well, the energy, you begin to try and channel the energy and reach for that memory that Embers is concentrating on. 
but it's beyond your grasp. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, wow. And as as you read the the spell back, uh, the memory must have. Uh, where did it go? I just had it. Um, memory must have occurred within the past month and must last mm. no longer than a minute mm. if you're casting at first level. How long ago was this one? This was five or six years ago. Okay, so this is not going to happen soon. Well, that's unfortunate. I mean, okay. you'd, you'd know exactly what happened better than I would, I suspect. For what? I mean, you were there when your father was lost. Oh, that. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm reading the spell still. Huh. Yeah, I'm sorry. I realized I realized that was a condition in the spell after we had the discussion about maybe casting it on embers. Hmm. Do I ever get fifth level spells? That's gonna take a long time. I think that's your max level. Oh gosh, we're gonna, this is gonna be like in the epilogue. I'm gonna be <laughs> casting this and seeing what finally happened. But, or but you can find I'm another not... way to try and figure out whether Ember's story is true. Well, for I'm, now, I'm not. I'm not lying. And I believe that. Yeah. He just wants to, like, you know, experience it. Right. You want to hear his voice again. Yeah. Okay. Well, hmm. So I guess, like, Rook kind of just, like, sits back in his chair and kind of, like, I guess. I guess I can't do it right now. I'm sorry. It's okay. We'll just work with what you know. And, uh, and we'll get there. Uh, Bardrin uh, says in Hakon's head, Ember's definitely said vert, right? <laughs> like, as in vertinor? Yeah. Like, I mean, and we, we already heard the word orangglass, right? So, vertinor orangglass? <laughs> like, like Prince of Vagma, right? Yeah. He'll, he'll relay that back to Bardrin and be like, yeah, I'm pretty sure. And we had our suspicions for a while, right? With, like, the song that Tuppence <laughs> sang and yeah, I mean, it's, it it seems pretty suspicious, but like this confirms it, right? One hundred percent. Yeah, I would say so. Okay. Yeah, but this uh, point. <laughs> but we're just we're um, just speaking each other in our in our minds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I am going to kind of step up next to Hakan and say, Hakan, do you want to have a drink with me? Glass of wine, maybe. Sure. A treat. I'll go get the glasses and the <laughs> wine. <laughs> sure. Absolutely. Well, he's getting the glasses and the wine. I'll turn to Tuppence and say, Tuppy, why don't you put on a show for us? I think we could all use a little music right now. Okay. Um, I was going to catch up with the malt a little bit first. Great. Bring him up to speed and see how he's doing. And then I'll Great be idea. happy to. Happy, happy, happy to. Yeah, why don't you take your time and talk to him as long as you want. Do, do, do. Bye. I know what I'm not wanted. <laughs> you fly up to Malt in the rafters. Let's take care of Tuppence first. Okay, yep. Mm, there you are. We have had a time. But the most important news I want to tell you is that we met this lady who is the best baker here mm -hmm. i brought you like a you, you can see like you have his attention there and he kind of eyes it he sniffs it a little bit mm -hmm. berry huh all yeah. right 
So and he when, takes a little nibble. <laughs> when we were talking to him, um, they're willing to bring some up for when we start the new place up in Amberhearth. Isn't that exciting news? I'm so excited. I will be able to eat these all the time. Yeah, he had a little nibble uh, while you were saying that. And then just like as you were talking, he started to eat bigger and bigger bites. Mmm, yeah, mmm, this is good. Mmm, mm, mm. And he just kind of like grabs it in his claws and shoves the whole thing in his mouth and there's berries all over his snout. <laughs> it makes Tuffy really happy. Um, have <laughs> you been while we've been gone? Nora's going to like this, I can tell. Uh, I've been good. I've been up here listening, watching, doing my thing. I have... Something I could tell you if you want to know what I've learned. Always. Okay. Uh, let me pull up my table of rumors. Where did it go? The road to Amberhearth. We'll use the table, table that one. of rumors. Table of rumors. Roll for me a d6. <laughs> Lucky one. And it is a five. Five. Uh, let's see. Mm, this is a tasty little nugget, even if I don't know necessarily what exactly it means, but there was one group of patrons here who I heard talking, and one of them mentioned having a friend who works at um, an organization in the government. Maybe you've not heard of it. You I aren't from here, I know. Uh, it's called STAR. Uh, it's an acronym. I can't remember what it stands for, but uh, he said his friend works in a janitorial position, um, but that they had some interesting information. Apparently, this star has been funding some expeditions into the Spellscar Desert of late. Now, mind you, I don't know what an aerospace organization could want in a place like that, but it's interesting, isn't it? Into a spell scar desert. Hmm, mm, the spell scar really... desert is the desert in the center of the empire. Large, impassable, filled with wild and strange magic and equally wild and strange creatures. I'm just trying to wrap my head around how you would try, what you would need to get ready for such an expedition there. Wow. Well, I don't know, but if they're launching expeditions into the Spellscar Desert, one of the easiest entrances is north of Ardalir. So perhaps as we travel north, we'll hear more on this. As usual, you are amazing. Thank you. I'll let the gang know. Kind of gives you a toothy smile as if to say, of course. And Tippin's hesitates she goes back in her bag gives him a second tart i was gonna say <laughs> she just later. devours berries like all, now all over like the back of his head too <laughs> yeah okay i'll see you later owen wants me to sing a few or play a few yeah as you leave him alone he's like using his really long tongue to like lick the back of his head and get all of the last dregs of tart off of his body <laughs> 
what did Elwyn do at, with Hakon during that time? Uh, so I'm watching Tuppence as she flies away to see if I can locate Malt in the mm-hmm. rafters. And I'm going to find a spot in the opposite side of the of the tavern from Malt to go in and sit. <laughs> okay. And, yeah, uh, uh, he seems absorbed in the conversation with Tuppence and doesn't seem to take notice of Perfect. That. Perfect. Just what I wanted, all according to Keikaku. So <laughs> I uh, thank you for the eye roll, Mike. I needed that. <laughs> I'm going to make eyes at Vert as I walk past to the corner, and then I will sit down and wait for Hakan to bring the wine. Of course you do. Ooh. Not like that. <laughs> A meaningful look. <laughs> A meaningful look. And I yep. sit in the corner and wait for Hakan. Yeah, Hakan will just bring back a bottle of wine and two cups, and uh, uh, before he gets to the table, he turns the open side sign to close, maybe drops the shades a little bit, because he th- probably thinks this is pretty serious. Yeah. So, yeah. I'll come sit down, pour a glass. Thank you. Thank you. So, the past few days have been uh, quite a lot. Yeah, pretty Seems crazy like more, stuff. More uh, excitement than you've than what you've seen for a while. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, this is the most excitement I've had in decades. Yeah, I wonder if you wouldn't mind telling me a little bit more about that weapon of yours. Oh, she wants to know about us? Oh yeah, sure. We can tell you everything about us. <laughs> it's uh, too trusting. <laughs> I was just wondering where you got it, how it oh. came to be in your possession. This has just been handed down to me from like dwarves and dwarves, and uh, I think I, I don't remember exactly how he got it. I think well, he... it wasn't handed down to you from. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but... What we talked about was that uh, during your military service, right? Um, after like a one of the like border skirmishes with Vogma that you would have been in, um, you found it. Uh, you know, on one of the slain Vogma soldiers. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you all that. I'll tell you the whole story. Oh, it was while you were a soldier, I see. How oh, long yeah. did you fight for the Empire? Uh, gosh, I have no idea. It's, it's been too long. It's been a long time. It was for a long time, I assume, but this was also, you know, 50 plus years ago since I've been really in the military. I see. So you fought in Vagma against Vagma soldiers? Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I was, I'm pretty sure he was, uh, he managed borders. He didn't do a whole lot of fighting. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll refresh your memory, Will. There yeah, was, a for a long time, there was a sort of um, tense uh, peace treaty with, with sort of like an informal yeah. treaty between the Empire and Vogma. Um, so for a long time, there weren't any, you know, like all-out wars um, like there had been in the past. But... Uh, there were always like, you know, border skirmishes and kind of like secret espionage wars between the two. But um, 
as far as like full out like declared war, there wasn't really anything. So you were pretty much in just like smaller border skirmishes and things like that during your service. Mm-hmm. I see. Why did you join the army? Oh gosh. In the first place. Were you adamant on defending your homeland? Were you trying to prove something? Wasn't it because of your, you know, your faith in your old God? Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, because I, I originally my religion was towards, uh, I believe, the the uh, God of War. Can't remember the name right now. But then, well, one after- of one of the gods who has sort of domain over war. Yeah, yeah. I think you were. I'm trying to find all of our information, but it, it's really hard to find. I am just grilling you right now. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Don't worry about <laughs> it. I mean, it was Bahamut, wasn't it? I think it might have been, yeah. Yeah. Was Bahamut a god of war? I mean, it, it's a possible domain for Bahamut. Bahamut has you know a couple domains okay. that he is responsible for. Yeah, yeah. and then Khan had like a change of heart um, after fighting in the army in the war and switched his uh domain to tempest i believe I see and that's when you left that's when you quit that's being a soldier the, yeah i'd say so well i'd like to think i had some effect in that <laughs> yeah Barjan definitely did uh she definitely um convinced me otherwise that you know it's probably not the best option what is it that you think is the most important these days? What is it that you value? Uh, my what tavern. Do you believe? My tavern's the most important thing to me, and Bardrin, of course. Two two Aww. prized possessions. That's I, I could lose everything else. I wouldn't care. Your feelings toward the empire. Meh. I'm indifferent. How about your feelings Broadway. toward us? I like you guys. You guys are great. I think we've grown pretty close over the past what week. You said. Um, yeah. it's probably only been, yeah, it I mean, is. a couple nights. Maybe uh, not even not even quite a week, but three, four it's days, been an intense maybe. couple days. Yeah. yeah, it's been a very event- eventful few days. So I, I I trust you guys. That's why I'm telling you everything right now. <laughs> oh, I appreciate it. I'd like to think we can trust you too. I think we can. I tend to be a pretty good judge of character. But I wonder if if you'd be willing to help us when the time comes. Of course. If we need to call on you, would you be able to leave this place behind and come and fight by our sides? Like behind behind? Well, I don't know. I don't know if I could ditch this place, but if you guys needed help for maybe a not, while. Maybe not permanently, but. Yeah. If you guys needed help, then sure, why not? And it probably won't be tomorrow, but. Down the road. There might be something big coming and we might need all the help we can get. Sure. And that, that weapon you have mm-hmm. is very powerful. You're right, I am. Yeah, Farjorn's right, <laughs> yeah. I can show up whenever, by the way. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Jump in whenever you want, you want to. Come to. In. Yeah. 
Come yeah. in whenever you okay, want. Okay, so maybe around this time I'll walk over to the table and take a seat as well. Rook. That weapon's very, <laughs> very powerful and Wink very at you. important. It is. It's a very strong magical weapon. Especially to his family. And I'll just nod my head in Rook's yeah. direction. Right. Yeah, your uh, your suspicions are right. You know, I mean, and I'll like kind of roll my eyes at <laughs> my friends and be like, "Not that it was hard." Yeah, it's pretty obvious. <sighs> Look, say. I'll be straight with you. My mission right now is to recover items like that, and I'll nod towards the warhammer. Hmm, that is a problem. Yeah. They, yeah. Um, so. <sighs> I can um, definitely bring Bardrin a little bit closer to him. Yeah, as, as this topic gets broached, um, there's a shimmer of magic in the air on the bench next to Hakon on the side that he's holding the hammer Traugrim. Um, and as you guys have seen a couple times now, a sort of spectral manifestation of a dwarven woman uh, in kind of the attire of a, a blacksmith flickers into view. Um, and Barjuna says, hello, hello, can you hear me? Can everyone hear me? Testing. Test, hello, test. Barjun. <laughs> I'll hear you. Hi. <laughs> Listen, I, I felt like I should be a part of this too. Of course. I mean, I don't know how long I can do this for. It's still new to me, but... Hi. Yeah. Hello. Hi. Um, Listen, we we can see even just from the past few days how close you two are, and the last thing I want is to separate you. If we can come up with some kind of an arrangement that's mutually beneficial, that would be good for everybody, right? Yeah. I mean, I think so. I mean, listen, Vert, Elwin. Um, Uh, Vert, especially, I, I know that you want to, you know, take, you, you might want to take Traugrim back, back, and I know that it belonged to Vogma at one point, but would it help if I said that it wasn't always Vogma's? And it had origins before. It belonged to my people, the Anvilheart clan. I crafted it to, you know, to save their lives, and, you know, then it passed hand to hand, and eventually it wound up in Vogma. I don't know if that helps. No, you know, I to, understand. Yeah, put your I, mind at ease. But... I know that now. Um, that's why, like Owen said, we don't want to, you know, break you guys up or trample over. The other thing I'd important. say is, I, I never felt at home ever during my time in Vogma. I never, you know, connected with anyone who wielded me then. Um, it wasn't until Akon picked me up that I really found my mind again. I, I was lost within Traugrim until then. Yeah, and really, I think what we're looking for now is just your strength in the up-and-coming struggle that we might have. And so if that's you coming with us willingly for that, or if it's Hakan and you together, um, I think that those are both fine options if, you're, you know, if you trust us and you want to help us with what's coming ahead. Marjorie looks to Hakon. 
It might mean that you'd be marked a traitor to the Empire. That's why we want to talk to you. Mm. Yeah, Bardrin just kind of looks at Hakon. I mean, yeah. I'm old. I don't got much I don't got much time <laughs> left, so might as well live it up, right? <laughs> That's how you feel. Uh gosh. If anything Who, happens to you though, I can definitely promise that we'll try and be Bardrin's friends. Yeah. You know, we'll for, for as long as possible. That's exactly what I would want. Um Bardrin nods too. Um I guess who who are we fighting? What what's what's going on? Well, what, what's 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 your guys' plan? I guess really depends on how things shake out. I yeah, think. it's we have sort of an unclear, slightly unclear enemy at this point, but we know that it's a very powerful, prominent um, force within the empire. So yeah, powerful and... enough to afford a bounty as big as the one you have right right so yeah it's it's we're gonna need a lot of help i mean maybe i can even muster up some of the people in this town and in, in the twin towns if it comes to that willing. scale but i'm not sure i don't know if we're ready to uh fully broadcast our cause just yet yeah sure. in any case just your your words are enough if you feel the need to help us with this when the time comes. Yeah. Uh, I think if you guys, if you just need help at any time, just let me know. Um, I'll see what I can do. Whether if, if it's like traveling up north or wherever, uh, it might be a bit difficult, but I'll see if I can make it. Okay. As you know, my... the, the reverse is true, too. If you run into any more problems down here, you can always send for us and we'll come back. Sure. Yeah, thank you. And, I mean, I've been living in this tavern forever and uh, Empire hasn't done a whole lot for me. And <laughs> So, why not? I mean, they probably don't even know. They probably don't even know I'm here. Under the radar. Yeah. I wish I could say the same. <laughs> the ideal state. <laughs> yeah. I, wish, I need to learn from you, apparently. Yeah. yeah, just live inside for 40 years and you'll be good. <laughs> just yeah. never leave. Yeah. Has it yeah. already been 40 years? Yeah, I lost track a long time ago. I guess I spent nearly 20 of that pretty much just dormant. So. Yeah. I'm just throwing out numbers at this point. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm guessing we're going to be leaving soon. Maybe t maybe as early as tomorrow to get back on the road. Okay. So I'll, I'll whip some some goodies for you guys for the trip. That'd be very sure. Kind. Very kind of you. I'm sure I got some stuff laying around. And I, I think it goes without saying, but we do appreciate your discretion. Of course, your secret is safe with me. Thank it's good you. to hear. Safer with you than some other people I might know. <laughs> I'm, just I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I trust you guys. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm. I think I'm gonna go and uh, see if 
I can get a better seat for Tuffy's song. And I think I'm at about my limit, so I'm going back <laughs> in the hammer. Bye, Barbara. The form flickers out. I'll, uh, I'll re you. reach out and give Hakan a firm handshake. Not as good as, um, Torin, as, as Torin sees that across the bar. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he does. Starts making his way over. <laughs> Claps both of you on the backs. Well, yeah, gentlemen, <laughs> we did a good job in this town. Sure did. Uh, and have done it without you, Torn. Does he have a feet or something that's like handshake detection? Or like, no, he doesn't. No. But okay. he saw it from across the bar and came okay. over this way. All right. Yeah, I'll give you a firm handshake. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for everything. Yeah. Yeah. With that discussion, I mean, I don't have anything else. I don't know if you did, but um, okay. Well, actually, hey, hold Martin. on. I, I got a couple questions. Oh, sure. Uh, so they're kind of vague, but what caused you to like go into hiding? What did you do? What happened? Um, it's more of the circumstances. It's like because he was royalty in Vagma. I guess, or because or I can do it in first person. Because I was in royalty in Vagma. Um, you know, obviously, that's an important. What's the word I'm looking for? Like, war, something. I think I think of the word for it. Like, it's it's an important thing to claim after the war to make sure that all the leaders are accounted for and right. And that and that's why you're running, just yeah. Because your name, or yeah, because of my position. His his. He's the heir, so he's a threat to the right um, to I their see. claim on the land. Basically. I see. And then who who is looking for you? Is it just like the empire or Vagma um, as well? Hmm. No. Everyone. I haven't had contact with really anybody from my country in a while, so it's really just the empire has been putting out everything they can to scour the lands and try and find me with, you know, they'll motion over to the bounty board, like wanted posters, bounty hunters. There's 1 million gold reward on it. Yeah. So like <laughs> the horde that we found from the dragon is <laughs> nothing. Yeah. It's a percentage, a small fraction of what they're paying for me. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So you can imagine that there's all sorts of people yeah. that are looking for a, a nice, retirement <laughs> by turning me in right is there anyone specific that i should be looking out for any names that come to mind mm, i don't think so i've avoided well until the other day i've avoided most pursuers pretty okay I think the, the bounty hunter um fritz did mention that uh his group's leader the Warforged. Had spoken with a, a like a fellow bounty hunter who was a Warforged, but you didn't get a name. We didn't get a name. Like that, yeah, I don't think. Even when we interrogated uh, Byron, yeah. he didn't give us any information about, you know, I said, like, who sent you? He's like, it was a Warforged guy. So I don't have any specifics other than a small description that we all heard. But he's also up in, um, what's that city called? Bymir. Bymir, where the where the rom-con is going on. 
<laughs> so, you know, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll let you know if there's anything suspicious going on or if there are people looking for you or whatever around these parts. Yeah, if um, there's anything to worry about, then I'd appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. But yeah, again, uh, your secret's safe with me. I'm, I don't. I barely talk to anyone besides Bardrum, anyways. So <laughs> you're good. <laughs> well, as long as Bardrum can hold her liquor, and when she manifests herself, <laughs> you know, it doesn't get loose lipped on us, then I think we'll be okay. I don't know if I can get drunk. Can I drink? <laughs> We'll have to try. We can try, yeah. <laughs> You're in the right place for it. I don't think I've had ale in, starts counting, several thousand years? Oh, man. Over Worth two. a shot. Hundreds at least. Nice. I definitely want well, to get a like postcard with, you know, Barden drank her first drink. In <laughs> like, she liked it. <laughs> After I leave the table, I am going to stop by the bulletin board and very try to very discreetly remove anything that's asking for a bounty on information about Vogma royalty or anything. I think it was just the one poster. Yeah, I'm going to take that down and stuff it away somewhere in my bag for destruction. Okay. Yep. Uh, what's anyone else up to? Tuppence, Embers? Um, while Tuppence is, while her song is going on, I think Tuppence is going to find Fritz in the crowd. Uh, yeah, he's probably sitting over by the fireplace, um, just kind of enjoying watching Tuppence play. <laughs> and as he sees you approach, uh, you can see that he gets a little bit awkward, kind of looks around to see if he should move away, uh, and then ultimately decides to just kind of sit there a little bit like frozen, waiting for you to kind of like come sit next to him. Yeah. Hey, Fritz. Oh, uh, yeah. Hey, hello. How's it going? Going good. I think we're all going to get out of here soon. Ah, uh, yeah, that's great. I, I mean, I saw that it was sunny out there, and it seemed like maybe the snow was melting back a little bit, so yeah, yeah, I'll probably get going soon, too. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hey, thanks uh, again for not killing me, by the way, you know, uh, oh, yeah. back then. Yeah, um, uh, I'm really sorry. We, we can that. still keep that arrangement, right? Like, you're, I'm not going to have to die just because we can now no. leave this place? Oh, okay, no, you that's you great. No one's... <laughs> we're not going to kill you, Fritz. Um... I did want to ask. I don't know what I want to ask you, Fritz. It's um, there's something we all. I uh, you did really good against the uh, the undead. Oh yeah, I mean, thanks. I mean, all I did was light a few logs on fire and. It was nothing. Yeah. He kind of like conjures a little flame from his finger. But, you know. Gets worried about it in a bar and shakes it out. It was it was useful. It was, it was helpful. And uh, I just, you know, we're up against my friends and I. We, uh, there's something pretty big and bad happening 
in Stratos right now. And um, we're gonna need more people. It's too, it's too big for the four of us. Um, I can't uh, ask you to come with us exactly because my friends are still pretty mad. Um, but if you're ever in uh, Amber Hearth, we, we've got uh, a property there now. Um, well, so if no shit, I'm actually from Amber Hearth. Uh, oh yeah. Um, I mean, well, it's been a long time. I haven't been there since I was a kid, but yeah. born, I was born there. Well, I mean, you, your whole company is, I guess you don't have them anymore. So um, if you're ever looking for... <laughs> he looks a little downcast at that. But if you want work, we might have work for you. Uh, well, okay. I mean... Look, I mean, what you're talking about is like all this big stuff that you and your friends can't handle. I mean, look, I, I mean, I, I've run with some tough gangs, but, um, you know, Byron, he was one of the tougher ones. And I mean, the group of you, I mean, like he died. I mean, it, it wasn't exactly hard for the group of you. So, I mean, I, I don't know how much help I can be to you, but uh, roll a persuasion check for me. <laughs> Love to. Okay. Oh, well, no, not good. Um, at first, I was like, better than average, and then I remember to have a negative two to this, so it's a oh, nine. No. It's a nine. Okay, yeah, he, he kind of looks at you and says, listen, I'm no hero. Uh, all this talk about, like, big and dangerous and scary things happening in the Stration Empire, that's, that, that's not for me, but uh, if you're just talking jobs for coin, I mean, those I've done my whole life. So, yeah, if I'm ever passing through Amber Hearth, I'll... Uh, I mean, I'll consider stopping by as long as, um, you know, it's just you I'm dealing with and not the others. <laughs> because honestly, um, I'm pretty sure uh, they'd rather I be dead right now. So, Well, yeah, right now, maybe so. But, you know, give them time to get over it a little bit. And I think things will work out between you and maybe us. Yeah, maybe. I mean, we'll see. But yeah. Yeah, sure. I mean, coin. If that's what we're talking, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely stop by. Um, it'll be it'll be good to see you again. I was I always have a soft spot for Faradinasi. Just kind of raises a fiery little eyebrow at that. Mm -hmm. Um. Okay. Well, hey, listen, I mean, it's still bugging me. Are you sure that I don't know you from somewhere? I, I really feel like I recognize your face. I, I don't know. Uh, Did you ever come to, do you ever come to Amber Hearth in your past? Oh, sure. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I've been by there. Well, maybe I saw you back when I was younger. Um, kind of shrugs. Amber's like strange to remember. Okay. Uh, roll just like an intelligence check. Okay. Nineteen. Um, thinking back and piercing the drunken haze that was your life back then, um, you do remember a time when you were in Amberhearth and um, you interacted with a group of, they were probably kids or like young teenagers at the time. Um, 
a group of, uh, you know, kids in Amber Hearth who were kind of like street urchins, um, struggling to get by. And you remember imparting some life lessons to them. And one of them happened to be a young fire Genasi boy. Yeah, I don't think we've ever met before. Yeah, you're probably right. I mean, there's plenty of like white for <laughs> Tabaxi running around. So lots of them. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you're not the only Tabaxi. I know, I, I know, I know lots of Tabaxi. So mm-hmm. listen, I'm going to tuck in early. So great. Me too. Uh, right. right. Good night. <laughs> he runs upstairs with like yeah. the mug of ale still in hand. <laughs> Um, I love I'm, when awkward characters interact with embers. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I actually want to follow Fritz. Like, not, oh, great. Like, not in like a like dangerous uh, he, way. No, 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 not. Uh, they're just no, just like in a calm. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I know he sees too. you following him up the stairs, and he like looks over his shoulder and starts running though. No, no, no. But okay, all right, that's fine. Whatever. He, as long as he's just going to his room, I'm just going to knock on the door. Uh, he says, "I'm asleep." Fritz, Damn it! That was Fritz, stupid. Why would I say that? <laughs> open the door. It's. I'm not. I'm not gonna hurt you. The door. Like you can hear like three locks get undone. <laughs> <laughs> the door kind of opens just a peek. You can see his eye on the other side. And I'll just say thanks for your help in Rhymestrand. We need to no. be back there. Yeah. No. No problem. I already told your friend, the Tabaxi woman. Uh, I just lit some stuff on fire. It's literally what I do. So, yeah, but just I know that you're still rightly so um, afraid. But I do have a favor, actually. I have one more. I have one more thing that I want to ask. If that's okay. Yeah, I mean, he he doesn't say anything, but he doesn't close the door on you. I want you to tell me everything you know about Byron. Well, I mean, um, I ran with him for a little while. He was a good crew leader. Uh, he treated all of us fairly. We usually, you know, when we worked the big bounties, we got a good cut of it. What do you want to know? I mean... So, and we don't have to roleplay this whole thing, but I want to know, like, his mannerisms and other, like, other mm, pieces of information. So, you know, okay. I'm getting, you know I'm getting out of here, right? Yeah, okay. I do. Uh, Fritz goes into some pretty good detail about oh, how Byron behaved. And I mean, I can get you some information. We can work it out together. We can work it out later. Yeah. That's um, like, we don't have to talk about it right now. Yeah. I rolled a D 20 just to like, see whether it was on the good, you know, whether he was pretty detailed or like, didn't know okay. all that much. And I rolled a 17. So it's pretty good. There are a few holes, but like, as you probe into, uh, you know, Byron Fritz like opens up more and more and, uh, starts to share more and more details with you. Okay. I mean, obviously, he doesn't know, like, the details of Byron's childhood or whatever, but... Right. No, no, and I only care about, like, the present, like, mm-hmm. what he, how he acted how, for however long Fritz knew him and what's important, so... Yeah, and you gather that was probably, like, a year or two that he okay. worked with Byron. Right. Yeah, and so I'm sure him and I spend a little bit of time together talking about that. Yep. But... And then uh, when you're finally done kind of interrogating on him on this, he, uh, he, he closes the door and says, right, well, I... I once again, I'm sorry I tried to kill you, but like literally it was part of the job. So, and he just closes the door on yeah. that. <laughs> All right. Cool. Thanks. So, Teppy says, okay, folks, I'm pretty tired. So, this is my last number for the night. 
I want to shout out to our dear new friend. You'll recognize him from the song. Here we go. Oh, so tall and so proud. He stands out in the crowd. A former pro fighter, this rough and tough blighter. But does he need to talk so loud? <laughs> Torin like stands up and like points at himself. It's me. It's talking about me. <laughs> I'm loud. Good night. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Love you. I love this place. Woo, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, if that's it and everyone kind of tur- uh, turns in after that, then the group of you find yourselves a nice long rest. Um, if you want to, you can kind of take a little bit of that time to find out the details of the magic items you have. Yeah. Um, so tell me who's got what, and we'll just go around in a circle. Got uh, the... Does Hakan still have the cards? He does. Okay, we can start with Hakan then, just because we'll go with the guest first. Um, you spend some time with it, kind of fiddling with the cards and figuring out what they are. Turns out they're a deck of illusions. That's what it's called. Um, you When you draw a card at random... Uh, an illusion of one or more creatures that kind of appear on the card's face um, appears uh, where you throw the card. Um, And then the creature kind of appears and behaves as normal. Um, But yeah, it's just an illusion, and that's what it does. You literally got a deck of Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Sweet. Oh my gosh. It's time to duel. It is time to duel. (laughs) There are a lot of different things uh, on this deck of cards. So there's like, um, there's devils, there's giants, there's kobolds. There's uh, one card that seems to magically depict a picture of you and your hammer. Is there a white um, dragon with blue eyes? Uh, blue eyes, white dragon? No, there's a red dragon though. <laughs> okay, you gotta get that card too. What's a, what is a bugbear? Uh, oh, Zach, I know what all is about bugbear? bugbears. They have really long arms. They're goblins. Yeah, it's kind of like a tall goblinoid creature with yeah. hair all over its body. Yeah. Lanky arms. Big long arms. All right. And, and what about the, the anchor? The anchor is not magical, uh, <sighs> but it is plated in gold. Dang it. All right. Cool. Nice. Who's got what? Um, I've got a dragon skill bracelet. Okay, uh, this one, needle, right? the first thing I need you to do is roll me a d8, because this one has a random property associated with it in addition to its normal properties. Seven. Seven. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, so what this is, as you attune to it, you discover that it's actually an item that is very closely connected to the magic that a dragon infuses its hoard with as it lays on the treasure. Um, so what this is, is it's from uh, Fizban's Treasury oh. of Dragons. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a hoard magic item. Um, and so we can go into the details and you can look up how they work um, after this. But the properties that this one has as a scaled ornament um, 
in its slumbering state is that you have advantage on saving throws you make to avoid being charmed or frightened and to end those conditions on you. And then the random property you rolled is you get resistance to the damage type of the breath weapon of the last dragon in whose horde the item steeped. So that is cold. Nice. Yeah, horde magic items are kind of cool. So um, I'd recommend looking up how they work and what they do. Um, I also I also have this uh, this tattoo needle, but mm -hmm. I don't think Embers is going to use it because tattoos don't really work on fur. So she'd offer it to somebody else in the group if they want it. It's a tuppence sized weapon. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say it's Could little. You? I yeah. guess I can carry it around. I mean, it would still work on Embers if you used it, but it wouldn't yeah. be visible. Uh, okay. Let me look up what this does while Tuppence spends some time with it. Um, so this is, it would require attunement, but uh, if you hold this needle over your skin where you want a tattoo to appear um, and then do that for the duration of the attunement process, a magical tattoo will appear on your skin. Um, and this one is a barrier tattoo, which uh, with this rarity, uh, makes your base dexterity without any armor into 12 plus your dexterity modifier. Cool. Um, and you can roll an Arcana check while you look at this as well. Okay. Yeah, that's extra useless for Embers. Somebody else should, should get that. Yeah. Three. I got an 11. Um, yeah. Uh, since you rolled higher than Embers did when she looked at it, you can recognize that the liquid inside uh, is the same, like it's the liquid, when Vert got his armor and it was like this liquid in a jar, um, it's that same liquid form of the metal that Vert use, uses to make his armor. Okay. Who else has got something? Uh, I have the ring. I, I'm guessing I also have the arrow of dragon slaying, which we probably don't need to go into. And then I have the octagon. Yeah, that one's shape. pretty straightforward. So were, were we even able to carry that out? If you want to, yeah. I mean, it's 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 a big, big arrow, right? but like you could fit it into the back of your cart. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's basically like a ballista bolt from your perspective. Okay, so. gotcha. Uh, but, 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 but. the ring. Yes. Uh, is actually an all-purpose tool, which is an artificer implement. Hmm. Um, if you use it as your spellcasting focus, it gives you a plus one to your DCs and your attacks. Um, and there's some other abilities associated with it, which you can look at. Okay. Um, but like I mentioned, this ring seems to be made of the same metal as your armor. And, uh, you know, like... With your armor, you can reform it into different tools. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. So it's a plus one focus. Mm -hmm. That's great. There's also another ability or two associated with it if you look at it. Um, okay. Um, here it is. As an action, you can focus on the tool to channel your creative focus. Choose a cantrip that you don't know from any class list. For eight hours, you can cast that cantrip 
and it counts as an artificer cantrip for you. Wow, that's really cool. What's it Pretty called cool. again? It's called all an all-purpose tool. Is it actually on D and D Beyond? Yeah, it's got a dash in it. It's all dash purpose. That's ah, probably see, why you're see, not see, finding see, it. Okay. And then I also have the octahedron. Um, that one has magic to it, but it's not like a magic item per se. Okay. Um, so it has some. It, yeah, it doesn't have like any usable properties, but it is there is magic to it. What it does will probably require some research. Yeah. Okay. So I'll just write that down. I wrote down everything that um, Nihadon told me, which is still very like cryptic. But yeah, I'll look into it more. I think that's it, right? I think that's it. OK. Then yeah, uh, you spend a long rest, relaxing in the the Broken Axe Tavern, and morning comes. Your horses and wagon are pretty much you know, easy to prepare. Um, the horses look ready and eager to get out of here. Um, you can load all of your treasures and things like that onto the back of your wagon. And uh, the time comes when a group of you are all set and ready to go. I'm going to give Hakan a hug. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> Big hug. Thank you for everything. Of course. You know where to find us. Yeah, and uh, he'll have like a little basket of, of beverages and probably some like breads and stuff. Maybe like a little tasting kind of thing. Bye, oh. Hakan. Bye, Bardrin. Bye. It was nice to meet you both. Bardrin kind of flickers into existence. Bye, everyone. Thanks Thank for you really help. for everything. With everything, yeah. Give you guys all nice handshakes. And then when it comes to Torin, he'll just start like, <laughs> start crying. <laughs> I miss you, buddy. <laughs> oh, man. Torin's like ready to go in for the handshake. And you you start crying like that. And Torin's like, oh, you do that. I'm going to cry. And he grabs you in a big hug and like picks you up off the ground and starts sobbing. <laughs> Wonderful. Oh, I'm gonna cute. miss you, man. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. If you're Farewell, feeling brave everyone. enough to venture out on the road again, you're always welcome to come and visit us. Of course. Yeah, I'm sure I'll make my way up there eventually. I'm sure we'll make our way up there eventually. Uh, yes, yes. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> All right. Okay. A group of you saddle up. The horses begin to move forward, and you can see uh, Hakan standing outside the tavern behind as you once again hit the road north to Amberhearth. And we'll pick up there next week. Awesome. So uh, thank you guys for playing. Thank you to everyone who tuned in to watch this epic conclusion of the Twin Towns arc. We'll be back with more of this Monday, 7 p.m. Pacific time. And thank you, you to Will for guesting yeah. for so long. Huge thank, thank you to Will. Thank you. thank you, guys. Was, it was super fun. It I was. didn't plan for this arc to go as long as it did, but I'm glad that it did because you've been <laughs> yeah. a delight to have here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Very fun. Great job. Appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so all of us, I guess, minus Will. So sad. Uh, we'll be back Monday, 7 p.m. Pacific time. So 
Hope to see all of you then. Thanks for watching. Have a good night. Bye. 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 Bye.